account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNSR. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty then. Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here, and we are live in the Strike is Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside for the next two hours. We did play the introductory press conference to Brian Callahan. He has been officially sworn in as the new Titans head coach. What did you say, the 20th coach in franchise history? 20th coach in franchise history. So we played that. It went on for about... 45 minutes yep. or so, which is what my number was yesterday. I said it's going to be about a 45-minute presser. We played that. We've chatted a little bit on the air, and now here we are on this rainy Thursday. I hope everybody's having a good day. 615-844-5600. We're going to be wide open this hour to react to what was said, to give our opinions. We can also talk to you. Bill Keene will join us at 3 o'clock. Big news. It's been made official. Jim Harbaugh. This is after we got off the air yesterday, mm-hmm. later in the day. Jim Harbaugh is indeed leaving Michigan, and he is the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk to Bill about that. That's going to leave another giant void at another blue blood, blue blood football program in Michigan. And just like what we've been talking about with Alabama, we'll talk about it with Bill. And I've said this already before on the show. If Jim Harbaugh leaves to go to the NFL, you're going to see a mass exodus in Ann Arbor, too. That's how it works. Oh, recruits on the market. Yeah, on the move, in the in the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. And that's what's going to happen. So, hey, they just got the national championship, but Harbaugh is in Los Angeles with the Chargers. The Carolina Panthers have also found their man and their next head coach. Boy, that was interesting. Yeah. Why was that interesting? Well, 
the the offensive, Canales, the offensive the coordinator from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is not exactly someone that I thought would have been a hot commodity. Now I understand they have a relationship. Uh, he and the general, and the new general manager that goes back several years, and that's a big reason behind this. Um, but you know, the, the there's unconventional hires that are continuing to, to kind of happen here, and I, to me, that's one of them. Like I don't think he had interviewed for uh, had he interviewed for any other job. Had you, had you even heard his know. name? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you why because I started seeing stuff out there when the Bucks were in the playoffs, out on social media and on some websites. Basically talking about how he is, he should get a lot of credit for Baker Mayfield's success this season and the Bucks' success on offense. How Dave Canales is the guy who really uh, nobody's given the proper credit to when you think about the season that Baker had and what they were able to do on offense, that he was really uh, a big, big part of it and nobody was really talking about it. So I started seeing a lot of those uh, I guess stories out there just talking about basically more people should be talking about Dave Canales in yeah, Tampa, but an up and coming OC and becoming the head coach are two different things. But you know, it's what Justin, I, I understand. It, look, I understand what you should. Yeah, this I is get what it. we've been I, talking I, I about. Get it. No, I get what, it. Why is he attractive? What What's his forte? Offense. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, young and, energetic and, offense uh, guy. Young energetic analytics. There yeah, you go. There you go. That's, Voila. that's where the league is. Yeah, that's why I, I go back to what I was saying at the end, and, and, I, and at the end of this last hour, we we're kind of filling in the gap before the official start of the McFarland show. This was never going to work between Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel. Never. It was so crystal clear today. It would never had a chance. And the only chance of us seeing football in twenty twenty four. In this market, was for Amy Adams Trump to, to choose Rand Carthon over Mike Vrabel. That's it. Because Rand Carthon believes in what the rest of the league is doing. Yes. And yes. and here's the other thing with Dave Canales real quickly. Yes. This just in, while people have been interviewing, if you talk to people around the league, they were interviewing Justin, but exact there wasn't exactly a long line of people going, you know what? I can't. I really, really hope I get that Carolina Panther job. Well, no. It was not highly sought after. It's not the most attractive job out there. No, in fact, most people had it below this job. When they were ranking them, they had Carolina dead last. Yeah. So that leaves three openings left. Washington. Washington. Seattle, Seattle. And Atlanta. Okay. And it looks like. Washington is honing in on Ben Johnson. They're just waiting. Yeah, for Ben Johnson. I've seen that. That's it's, it. Seems like it's the worst kept secret out there that they are just waiting for Detroit season to be over, and they're going they're going to go for it with Ben Johnson. Yeah, Atlanta. It seems like we had Chris Domino on last week. It seems like all signs are pointing toward Bill Belichick, but nothing has been done yet. Which fourteen candidates. In Atlanta. Yeah, they've, they've cast a wide net as well. Mm-hmm. And my, by the way, Mike Vrabel has interviewed. By the way, Jim Harbaugh was supposed to get his second interview in Atlanta before he took this Chargers job. Mm-hmm. And then Seattle. So it looks like it's still going to be Bill Belichick, even though, to me, it feels like, and I said this, I think, yesterday on the show, I feel like Bill's going, before I say yes, 
Buffalo. Are you definitely moving forward with McDermott? <laughs> Are you for sure going to have him on the sidelines in 2024? That's what it feels like to me. Like he's I like, can, I can feel I'll that. take yes. this Atlanta job. Yes. But I'd prefer that Buffalo job. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going to be open. Is right. It open? That's what I'm saying. Is it open? No. No. I, because I don't okay. really know. They, they have not been firm with what they're doing yet. It's not like it's a foregone conclusion. Yep, he's back. Well, the, the fact that he has been fired, you know, people have to go on with their life here. They can't sit around waiting true. for the Buffalo job to open that, up. That and, is they, true. and they know that. Yeah. So if they want somebody different, it would behoove them to go ahead and make a move. If not, then the people that they want are, are just not going to be there. Yeah. Unless they, you know, have already identified who they want and they know that that person's not going anywhere and, you know, they're going to get somebody off the radar a little bit. If they, unless they want to do that. I don't know what they're doing in Buffalo. I really don't. Yeah. So Well, that's a good point. Right. The longer that they wait, um, it's just going to be harder to... Because, by the way, all these new hires, what are they doing? Oh, snatching up staff. They're filling up staff. All over the place. Yeah. So, and it's happened here, unfortunately. And I think I've said this before. Mike Munchak, I think, had a really unfair advantage because the, the exit of Jeff Fisher... Mike Munchak was way behind, and I and I believe his staff was really what did him in. Yeah, but he had an unfair advantage because it was slim pickings out there. It was yeah, yeah, it was tough because I think he was the last one trying to fill up a staff that off season. Yeah, if it, I if memory serves. No, me that correct. is correct. No, that's what happened. Yeah, which is how they ended up with some retreads and maybe some people that probably you know they shouldn't have hired or whatever people who were you know close to retirement or you know. Th- you know, this is this is what happened. So, you know, and it's and it's fine um if they want to do that. I mean that but that's that's the trick about it here. Um is finding out, you know, exactly what they wanna what what direction they wanna go in as a as a as a football, you know, as a football franchise here. If you wanna stay with McDermott or do you wanna move on and become something different or try something different because you're in the middle of prime career here for Josh Allen. So what are we doing? So what are we doing with it? I mean that that's that's the real that's the real trick here with with them. Now, back to to where we are here in Nashville. You're right about those other three jobs that are open and I have no idea who's getting the Seattle job. I, I, right, I don't and know. It doesn't what... seem like anybody else knows either. Yeah. I, I thought that uh Dan Quinn was a shoe in for yeah. the Seattle job, but if they were going to do that, they would have done it already. You would think, yeah. Well, what are they waiting on? The job is open. He's available. What's the problem? Okay, so apparently they're not interested. Well, and what I was where I was going with that is I agree. It's so weird how Seattle, it's like mum's the word. I mean, you're not hearing anything. Mm-hmm. If what we said about the Falcons and Washington is true, that only leaves one opening for Mike Vrabel. And if it, if it's not Seattle, guess what? For all the people out there said, you know, the Titans get rid of Mike Vrabel, well, he's going to get snatched up. Really quick, there'll be a long line waiting for him. Well, I got news for those people that said that. If he doesn't get the Seattle job, if it plays out the way we already put it out there, he's not going to be a head coach this year. No, he'll be on the Mac. He'll be on the McAfee the show next week. Yeah, not on the NFL. No, he'll be on the McAfee show next week. Or or busting with the boys or whatever. Yeah. You know, and and that and that's you know, I don't see him in Seattle myself. I don't see him and that historically, from what we have known about the ownership in Seattle. And Mike Vrabel together, I I don't see it. You know, I don't think it's a it's a it's a great match from you know from Pete Carroll to Mike Vrabel is 
might be a little bit of a culture shock in that locker room. I, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't see it. Uh, so you, unless he was there and knew the culture before, like Dan Quinn did, so he can go back and kind of, kind of melt back into it. But I don't, I don't see that as you know. If you're in Seattle, don't you want to kind of continue the same culture that you've been having? Because the culture that you, you know, forced out or let go, or whatever the deal is, we went to the playoffs ten out of fifteen years or whatever it is. You would think you would want something along that same line to continue on. You're in the middle of a big contract with a veteran quarterback. You know, it would seem like the kind of thing where where maybe you would want to continue on with the same culture and, and Mike Vrabel's going to bring a very different culture than Pete Carroll is or did. So I don't see that being a match. I don't. Mm. So that would lead to Vrabel being out and somebody waiting, you know, waiting to turn here. Somebody next year will get frustrated with somebody and fire their coach and zero in on Mike Vrabel. I don't know who it's going to be. Well, yeah, I'm just saying but for all the somewhere. people that were like, oh, if the Titans get rid of him, that I mean, there's going to be plenty of teams lining up for his services. I was just pointing out, well, that's actually not going to be true. Those here. people are hyperbolic, and they weren't that may not be thinking true. about anything. I mean, I, I just don't. No one was lining up to give Mike Vrabel the head coaching job. Now, talk to him, sure. The Falcons talk to him. The Panthers talk to him. You didn't hear him. that on a national oh, yeah, level? All, all over the place. And all over the place. Well, no. They're just they're just looking at the record, and again, there's a romance with Mike Vrabel, there is. We, and we it's, spent it's a lot amazing. of time talking yes. about the romance yep. involving Mike Vrabel and the Super Bowl uh, catches in the end zone with Tom Brady and him out there flapping his arms like a you know eagle, and he's a he's a coach, and you know he's a coach coach like a like a players coach, and he's out there wrestling around with the players, and it's all wonderful, and you know th- there's a romance. There's a romance around Mike Vrabel because he seems like a throwback. He seems like a, a new twist on a throwback coach. That's what he feels like. He feels like the old school guy. He feels like the old school guy, but younger and hipper. So there's there's an attraction to that. But apparently, once you put pen to paper and try to get him in the building and realize what that would take and realize the culture that he brings, it's not matching up apparently. But it'll match up with some franchise somewhere. Somebody will hire him uh, to be the head coach. He'll at some get another point, bite at the apple without for question. Sure. Yeah, he's won a lot of football games. He's done a lot of nice things. Somebody will hire him as the next head football coach of their franchise, and it will be you know a big to do whenever that happens, wherever it happens. But you know, it, it's it it doesn't seem like it's going to be this cycle. Um, and you know, and and what does that mean? It just means it didn't work out now. And it means he gets to be picky and choosy about where he wants to go. And I'm sure he's already got organizations that he's identified of places that thinks it would work well for him there, wherever there is. And I don't know where there is. But I don't think it works for him in Dallas either. I don't see that. I've heard well, Mike Brave from Dallas. You think him, if he couldn't get along with Amy Adams, you think he's going to get along with Jerry Jones? And what about the media in Dallas? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just saying. People are saying things. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think people really know what they're saying. Again, people are imagining things. No, you're right. People it, are playing fantasy football in their head. Yeah. And, you know, in actuality, it doesn't work that way. So, no, Mike Vrabel, good luck and God bless wherever he's going. I'm sure he'll be successful and the team will play hard for him and do the, all, do the full thing. But where is that going to be? I don't you, – you know where I think see him going? Maybe Philadelphia if the Philly job was open? I can see Philadelphia maybe with Jeffrey Lurie and that whole thing 
and the whole hard nose, tough nose, tough guy outfit that that would work up there. He could do that. But Philly's not open right now. He decided to let go of his coordinators and save his job. So therefore, you know, Philly's because that's the other thing. You think Mike Vrabel's going to fire? Think think about that. You think Mike Vrabel would fire both of his coordinators to save his job the same way Sirianni no. did? There's no, no way. No, there's no way. Nope. So, all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You want to get involved? Six one five. 844-5600. Get your thoughts on Brian Callahan as the next head coach of the Tennessee Titans. You're listening to the McFarland Show right here on Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man, the professionals who care. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff. 
the lawlessness, the constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. It's raining outside, but it should feel sunny if you're a Tennessee Titans fan. Brian Callahan, the new head coach of the Titans, did his inaugural press conference. And, um, or initial press conference. Yeah. Whatever. And, um, hit on a lot of topics that I think should excite Titans fans. He was, uh. An emotional guy. By he the was way. very passionate very, very about his choked, family. Very choked up talking about his family, his mm-hmm. mom and dad. Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals. Mike Brown, the owner of the Bengals. Yep. Very, very emotional. Um, he also talked about something we've talked about a lot on the show, and we've also talked about will it ever be able to be recreated? Can you ever recreate the magic of 99, 2000, 2001, 2002? He talked about the atmosphere at Nissan Stadium. He talked about how mm. he wants to create yeah. a difficult place to play at. It's been here before. It's but been a long time. Days been I had long time. much darker hair. Yeah, you had hair. Yeah, um, my waistline was smaller. Mine's was larger. <laughs> <laughs> In my case. You know. Damon was a preacher then. Oh, it's been it's not true. No, not true. I had darker hair. I was around a lot of preachers though. Yeah, your goatee was definitely dark. Dropping them gospel then. hits though. Yeah, my sure. dad was a preacher, but no. there you go. Damon's dad does was that a preacher. Count? Does yeah, okay. does. A lot of things were different, is what we were getting <laughs> mm-hmm. at. We were probably renting videos at Blockbuster. Why? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 99 cents. Yeah, in fact, um, <laughs> there were less tall buildings in town. That's for sure. <laughs> there were a lot. A lot there less were buildings, no, period. There were no party buses. There's no, no cell phones either. No. No, there were cell phones. No, there were cell well, phones. It mean, hadn't been that long. Yeah, there were cell phones. It okay. wasn't rotary phone days. <laughs> I mean, was, we probably had landlines yeah. back then. Yes, we did. Right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Most yeah, households had, had landlines. You know, but it wasn't it wasn't black and white. I had CD, <laughs> I had a CD player in my car then. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Remember that? Yeah, but For it sure. It wasn't black and white days. Let's not go too far. Let's, <laughs> I love to go back pause. to the old days. Let's though. pause, though. Let's not go too far. By back. the way, you I sure? have... I'm positive. Okay, no, I have can't go to, mm. very close friends. <laughs> like it's not. It's one thing to say my mom because my mom's in her seventies. Yeah, she still has a landline. I have friend. I have a really close yeah. friends that are my age. They have a landline still, and I'm like, why do you guys still have a landline? Some people just in never got house. rid of these. Like, why do you? Th- yeah, my wife. Ha- my wife wants to have one in the house just just in case you know something like it. I'm like. Yeah, so every telemarketer in, in the world can call your phone. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's go to the phone. Speaking of phones, I don't think it's on a landline. Let's go to Tony. Might be. Mm, might be. Tony's been around a long time. Might be. Maybe it is a landline. Well, know. the good news is he won't have a bad connection. Now, Tony, he's called us from his car before, so he I has. know he's got a cell phone. I but have, you know, he's he... in his car right now. Okay. <laughs> I met Tony years no, ago. It, it is a cell phone. And back in that day, I was running... Two miles a day, and today I'd give anything to just run a 220. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Me yeah, too. They, these old legs were doing pretty good back 20-some years ago. Today I could yeah, barely walk two miles. I don't know if I could get through exactly. walking two miles. <laughs> exactly. Well, I got tickled on the opening statement. Rand said, we're here to celebrate. How about, hell, have we done one the division? <laughs> I think it was I, I it was for him personally. Hey, I'm here to right, celebrate. Right. I actually like so my coach. Rand's now. got a lot to celebrate. He got a promotion and probably a raise. He promote, He's yeah, up there with a suit. He probably Rand. got a lot to celebrate. So it's okay. But, Let that uh, man celebrate. Miss Amy, she cleaned it up saying we're here to announce and you know and introduce our new next football coach. And uh, I thought you know Rand. The media will let you know when to celebrate him. They'll let him. They'll let it know. <laughs> I got to, uh, guys, and I know y'all picked up on this too. The they called him Cali. I said, well, the Cochran Cali collaboration. How they said? Uh, isn't that right? Collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah, that's the term. Yeah, that's what they're worth. And he used collaborative twice in speaking of the offense. Yes, I he did. Yes, he did. Well, again, as I've stated before, they can make a big deal about that word, but they didn't create that word. Like that's been around oh. in business for a long time, <laughs> basically right, in life. Right. right? We all need to collaborate in our marriages, our friendships, the, oh, our no, colleagues. <laughs> right? You know, Darren, you were touching on something like you say knew this wasn't going to work. Y'all remember when John Robinson was dismissed? And everybody was saying that uh, at that point, Brable would have more hands on the drafts, uh, how things might go within from the team organization to the front office. And and you're right. After seeing it after one year, it was indicative that this was not going to work. You could see, especially after today. And uh, and you touched on that, and that was really good. So I wanted to say that. Guys, two more things I want to touch on real quick. I know the day's big day with the Titans, but uh, there is other sporting news. Uh, tonight for the LSU-South Carolina women's game, front row seats, 1300 bucks. Wow. For the LSU-South Carolina game. Well, that's a huge that's matchup. Gonna a, that's going to be a huge matchup, and it's going to be, be fun to check it out. It's probably Last a preview night, of a Final Four game. Coming up soon. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Last night during the another great basketball game, the Auburn Alabama. Yes, game, that was I watched it. That was crazy. Game. I did too. It, it was up and down. It was New York street ball. It was good play. It was unbelievable. But uh, you know, uh, they talked to the golfer from Alabama that won. Uh, it used to be called the Bob Hope Classic. I forgot what they called it the other day. That won the tournament, uh, first amateur, and since Mickelson won one in 1991, that he did not take the prize money because it would, in essence, make him turn pro. And I thought, you know how how terrible that is. He wins the tournament, couldn't take a 1.5 million, but hopefully he's getting NIL money that's paying him two or three million. Because I, I thought, here's these guys, all this NIL stuff, being shelled out right and left, floating all over creation. But this guy can't take money because it was in a 
professional tournament, and he had to turn down the $1.5 million payday. And I just thought that was, I thought, you know, that's almost too too much of a double standard on a, a collegiate golfer winning a tournament. But a I wonder if I can go down there and get that money, Darren. I'll take it. I have no problem. Well, no, well Damon, it, it. Went, yeah. it went to the runner-up. That's yeah. who got the money. Mm. It went to him. So, But I thought that was crazy. But it's going to be fun to see um, how the Titans put all this together and uh, see how they all collaborate together. So, All right, guys. Appreciate you taking the call. Good show. Thank you, Tony. I wrong early to carry everything. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yep. And we appreciate uh, Ted and Adam Johnson uh, for yes, allowing us to break regularly scheduled programming to, to carry that. We felt like it was highly important for this market to carry that. Yes. Um, and listen yes. to what the new, I mean, we're going to be talking a lot about Brian Callahan. And look, there's no, it, it, this is the right way to go moving forward when you think about the way the league is set up. But it's just like anything, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't guarantee success. No. It doesn't mean that it's going to work. Do you know how many of these press conferences are held every yeah. year with the warm and fuzzies? Mm-hmm. This is this happens all over the country at every single every single coach you've ever seen hired. Every the Houston Texans had three of these in three years. Same kind of thing. You know, we're so proud mm-hmm. to have Lovey Smith as our head coach. We're so proud to have fill in the blank as our head coach. One year, one year later, gone, fired. I mean, it's it's just it happens. It happened. Well, to me, the the biggest thing about it, and I, I was actually surprised he wasn't asked much, but I understand why. Because until the, he gets out there and he actually sees him on the practice field, he's around him all the time. He was asked early on, and he touched on how Will Levis was in the building today and he's getting ready to go on a trip or whatever. But really the key to this this whole thing, as we know, is, he's, is it will, you know, what is Will Levis? What can he turn Will Levis into? Wow. How much can Will Levis and him, you know, turn into the perfect formula, right? That works. Because here's the deal. Mm-hmm. People love to knock on Brock Purdy. And you can say whatever you want. And I and look, I don't know what's the right answer, what's the wrong answer. Is he elite? Is he not elite? Is he a big deal? Not a big deal. What I do know, this is what I do know. Mm-hmm. And this is a, to me a fact. Even though it's really my opinion, but I think it's a fact. Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan, it works. Yes. Okay? Yes. They chose Brock Purdy. They Remember, did. They, did. they had a guy that they invested a lot mm-hmm. of draft capital yep. and money and time in Trey Lance, and they pulled the plug. Yeah. And they moved on. Yeah. And they just traded him. And they moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo. They did. And they said, this is our guy. And he was a, what, seventh-round pick? Last The last pick. pick in the draft. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. And what they identified is he works for what we're doing. And so can Will Levis work for what Brian Callahan wants to accomplish? Can he? Because really when you think about it, I, I think one of the words that I think is interesting is, you know, he's a system quarterback. Well, don't you think really most quarterbacks are system quarterbacks? Yeah. Because, right, they're a product or a byproduct of what they're in. So really everybody's a system, whatever, fill in the blank, quarterback yeah. or whatever. Now, let me say this. Mm-hmm. 
This is something I wrote down that I really, and I, I blurted it out loud here on the Strike is Bear Family Fun Center studio. You heard me say this, mm-hmm. that I really liked Brian Callahan said. His exact words, protection is an everybody problem. Mm-hmm. And I love that. For, I love that answer because it's true. I, I do think so many times there is way too much blame put on offensive linemen. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because it's not all their fault. It's not. Not every time. Sometimes it is, but they get way too much blame. Yeah. Because it is truly an everybody problem. It's a protection scheme. It's a, right. Yeah. And by the way, part of that problem is absolutely coaching too. Yeah. Is the coaching putting them in the best position yeah. to succeed? Because this just in, I've said, Peyton Manning didn't always have the greatest offensive line in the NFL his no. entire career. No. Aaron Rodgers didn't have the greatest oh, offensive boy, line did he not. in the NFL. Tom Brady didn't have the greatest offensive line in the NFL while he played the entire time he played. Neither did Drew Brees. But what did those guys do and what did their coaches do for them? They gave them a chance to succeed. And oh, by the way, you need that quarterback to give you a chance to you succeed. Do. And sometimes quarterbacks. The reason they're sacked so much is not the offensive line problem. It's a them problem. Yeah. Okay? So you need the quarterback to get rid of the ball. Yep. You need the offensive line to protect. You need other players like running backs, fullbacks, tight ends, chipping, helping out, right? Yeah. It's You need receivers, receivers. to run the right route and get open. Yeah. You know, it, it helps. certainly helps. So I love that line. Protection is an everybody problem. Yeah. It is. And that is so true. I do think offensive linemen are always blamed for what happens. They they they, get do. The, they always get the blame. And it's it's not always their fault. But we we for whatever reason always want to blame them. Now in the walls, they know, right? When they go to those meetings and they break down film and they talk about it, they know. They know who they know whose fault it was, or they know that oh, we didn't do that right. Yes, or that running back was supposed to to block here. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He whiffed. Yes, right. I mean, there's all kinds of things that go into it. So we know protection is going to be a big deal around here. We know the offensive line is going to be a big deal about here. But I do wonder, will it magically mm-hmm. get way better next year? And are we just going to magically say? Wow, they just they just got better players, or is it? Hmm, or no? How about they got better coaches too? Well, better. How about that? A better overall, a better plan, scheme, a better, better plan. scheme about what they're doing, and and something that fits the generation that they're in. Again, a little, it's something that works with the rules in the game right now. Because I mean, you know, and and this gets glossed over, but I do want to just point this out very quickly. The passing yardage is up in the NFL. There's no question about it. And the touchdown passes and all that stuff is way up than where it was 20, 30 years ago. But why Why is it up? Is it because the offensive gurus have just gotten smarter than, you know, the guys back in the old days? Um, I don't believe that necessarily. They changed the rules. They changed the rules. So guys going across the middle can't get their heads taken off anymore. They have removed 
the strong and free safeties away, the, the physical safeties away from their presence on the football field. You know, D- Darren, you remember a little better than I do. You remember Ronnie Lott? Remember that guy? Uh, yeah. Number 42? Mm-hmm. Out there cleaning people's clocks and became famous for that. Steve Atwater? Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the out there just laying folks. We had a guy here, Bernard Pollard. Remember, you know, mm-hmm. Bernard Pollard? Yep. Laying folks out. All of those guys, every single one of those guys I just named were great football players. One of them, you know, two of them were Hall of Famers, okay? All three of them would be outlawed right now. They could not play the game the same way they played it for a decade and a half. Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison's another one. Fantastic football player. Fantastic football player. Borderline Hall of Famer. Fantastic football player. They have removed that particular position because we don't even have their equivalent Right now, we we can't even name anyone on their level because they have removed them and their presence and what they did as an enforcer from the game. So now it has opened things up so you can take advantage now of guys in the middle of the field throwing the ball. You don't think Chris Sanders wouldn't want to play in this league? You don't think Chris Sanders would have been as, as much speed as he had on the outside? He'd have been a fantastic slot receiver getting over the middle, getting open. But, you know, there was a problem. He had those guys we mentioned playing back in those days. And you were going to get lit up. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get really hurt doing that. So, all that to say, the rules have changed. So now the league has moved towards taking advantage of the rule change. Taking advantage of the rule change, except for the Titans. The Titans never really moved in that direction to take advantage of the rule change. They did not. They continued to play the same style of football that they were playing back when those rules were in place. And now what we have gotten in here is someone who is going to fully take advantage of today's type of football. It's not the people. It's not just the people who have changed. It's not just the players who have changed. It is the, they've changed the rules, which has forced the game to move in another direction. And, and, you know, and that's, you know, and I think we gloss over it because it just happens. And then we're just like, oh, no, the game we learned growing up, the game that we watched, it, it just, it's not there anymore in a lot of different ways. Yep. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Bill Keen will join us at three o'clock. We'll talk about Jim Harbaugh exiting stage left in Ann Arbor. Now he's going to SoCal. He's going to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. 
A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Their offensive system is way outdated. It's, it's in the same folder with beepers, VHS, Super Tech Mobile, payphones. It's in the same category. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza Man. Buffet. Great. Fantastic. It's in the same folder. Fantastic. I love that buffet. It was great. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Forecast. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, it's going to be mostly cloudy with showers likely, maybe a thunderstorm, high 66. Cloudy tonight with a shower, thunderstorm in spots, low 48. Friday, mostly cloudy, high 60. Showers and a thunderstorm Saturday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network and National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Titans fans, Spreads fans, the McFarland Show has you covered. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Speaking of the Predators, tonight in Minnesota, take on the Wild. 7 o'clock puck drop. We're out on a little bit of a road trip again. So Minnesota, I think, has won four of their last five. They've been scoring at will. Mm-hmm. Here lately, of course, John Hines is uh, their head coach. They beat the Capitals 5-3 on Tuesday night. They beat the Hurricanes over the weekend 5-2. Beat the Florida Panthers 6-4. Lost to the Lightning 7-3 and beat the Islanders 5-0. That's their last five games. So let's see, they've scored 5-5-4. Five, five, no, I'm sorry, 5-5-6-3-5 five, five, and five goals. So the magic <laughs> number is 5 <laughs> Wow. So they've been, been pouring uh, it on. Like I said, they've been uh, playing some good hockey here of late. Um, the Predators, meanwhile, have dropped their last two, their last three of yeah. four, and they're having trouble scoring. Yeah, but saying they haven't been scoring five. No. Well, they've scored one. Yeah, one, yeah. Two, two, and one yeah. in their last four they games. Gotta, they got to score more than that. Also, let me just say this. I saw this article, and I felt really stupid 
um, it was on NHL.com, and Robbie Stanley wrote the article. And I saw it today, and I, again, because I've gotten to know him so well over the years, so, so well. In fact, many of those Christmas mornings, this guy has been a part of what we do downtown with the homeless community. All right. Craig Partner Ball. Everybody knows him as Partner. Sure. Bridgestone Arena. Absolutely. Okay. Seen him a bunch of times. He is someone I've been around for a long time, someone I've gotten to know for a long, long time, someone who calls me all the time. Yeah. And we talk, and I had no idea. Um, but in this article, it says that he was dealing with prostate cancer in 2022, and now he's cancer-free, and it's a great story, and I'm so thankful and I'm so happy, but I also felt so stupid. I had no idea that he was battling. You would never know, obviously, talking to the partner. You would have no say, idea. He's not the kind that would, you know, no, and, lay and, it on like and for that. For people I mean, who don't just, know, partner, he is, you know, he's got a learning disability. Yeah. And, you know, he's challenged and he's a, the whole league knows him. Yeah. The whole league. All the visitors that but, come in, look, they look, all know Craig Partner Ball. He don't miss a day at work, though. No. He's been there from he's the beginning. He's at Bridgestone Arena every, yeah, he waved at me. I, I was live a lot outside of Bridgestone Arena. He would be there early in the morning. Oh, yeah. Waving at you, like, I gotta get into work. Yep. You know, like he's he's going in there to do his thing. Like he doesn't miss a day. So he's gonna call you buddy and he's gonna tell you that he loves you. And that is just a normal conversation yeah. with partner. Yeah. And he's gonna say it many times. Yeah. And he is a lovable, lovable he human is. being. And I was really happy to read that he is cancer free and he's hopefully it's past him, you know. That good. He's passed. That's that's good. To dealing know. with some prostate cancer. Good so. to know. And I guess they removed a tumor, and so uh, I had again. I felt silly as much time as I've been around partner. Yeah. And he can give you. Okay, we are big dudes, and I know you're mm-hmm. not as big as you used to be. Yeah. But he he can like give you hugs that will you know <laughs> take the wind out of you. Okay, he is very oh, strong. Oh man! And like I said, the thing about me, I'm saying that. Yeah. And yeah. he can like like I've like I think I've lost my breath yeah. him hugging me well, yeah, he, so hard. Him in personal space. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, well. Yeah, he he can he can get in your personal <laughs> space there. He doesn't mind doing that. So I just wanted to pass that along. I'm really, really happy. And um No, man, that is fantastic. And obviously, you know, hockey fights cancer is a big deal in the NHL and predators are you know, everybody all the teams are a part of it. And of course they have hockey nights uh, hockey fights cancer nights at Bridgestone Arena and so um Mm-hmm. They must have one coming up. I, yeah. I haven't looked at the schedule uh, for Robbie to put that out there, but I'm glad that um, he put that story out there. That, that's fantastic. Good to know. I'm so glad to hear that. I really am. So we'll see if the Predators can score some goals tonight and get a win in Minnesota tonight against the Wild. Something else that that jumped out. He was asked, Brian Callahan, getting mm-hmm. back to the presser that we played live here on these airwaves at 1 o'clock. He was asked if he will be the play caller. Yes. And he said he will be the primary offensive play caller. Yes. Doesn't mean they won't hire an offensive coordinator because he was not the play caller in Cincinnati either. I think they will. I think they will. Yeah. I I think think he's going to probably operate, my guess, like he and Zach Taylor operated. Yeah. Except he's Zach Taylor this time. Right. Except for he's Zach Taylor. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? I would think so. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I would agree. I mean, think about it. If. If he got that choked up, and he's been the offensive coordinator there for five years in Cincinnati with the Bengals, and he talked about how much Zach Taylor has meant to him mm-hmm. and mentoring him 
and helping him get to this position. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine as glowing that he, as glowing as he was about Zach Taylor uh, these last five years, and now that he's a head coach, that he would not try to duplicate duplicate what he just did. Yeah, right. In yeah, same, same similar uh, type of structure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, no doubt about it. So um, we'll see. I, I agree with you. I think he's going to hire an OC and uh, probably just try to uh, replicate exactly what he came from Yeah, in Cincinnati. I would agree. Uh, let's go down to Columbia. Let's sneak in Nate before we take our final break. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, hey, I was just – I heard you um, talking about the uh, article from Robbie about Craig, and I saw an article that they're actually going to be unveiling – well, not unveiling, but having an article about a – uh, cancer survivor every 25th of the month I oh. for the rest of the okay. season. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, you jumped on NHL.com? Yep. Okay, great. All right. So he, cool. was the, yeah. he was the feature story for uh, for January? Yep. That's awesome. what it sounds like. Awesome. Very cool. That's great. There's nobody yeah. more. I mean, there's nobody. Uh, you, you, that should He should be a feature story. So that's awesome. Didn't know that. Yeah, I, I haven't met him, but I'd love to. Oh, well, you would remember it. Trust me. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. He, he wants to meet you too. He, he will leave. My bones. He will leave an impression on you, and you'll never forget. Partner ever, Craig Partner Ball. You and and by the way, I've seen it firsthand many many times. Uh, Nate, as you know, because I used to go downstairs for a second period hit for home games for nine years, nine seasons, and I was right yep. there by the visiting locker room, and the visiting players they all knew Partner really really well. Like I mean, it was. Amazing to see the interaction with some of the biggest names in hockey with partner. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a cool dude. But uh, yeah, that's all I want to let y'all know about. Yeah, so, thanks for passing that along. Thank you, Nate. Thank you. Of course. Right. We'll take our final break, come back, wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show, and we'll do that next. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. In Tennessee... 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. 
Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Sunday, it'll be the AFC and NFC Championship Games. We'll get this thing down to the Super Bowl in Vegas here in a couple weeks. Yep. Kansas City is the underdog at Baltimore. We Mm. had Gary Stein on last week who told us they were going to the Super Bowl. He felt really confident about it. They're one step away. We'll probably we'll see if we can't get. No, Gary he said back they're going to win the Super Bowl. I thought he said they're going. No, to the Super no, Bowl. no. He said they're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, he said they're going to win. the yes, Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Okay. Well, we'll have to see if we can't get Gary back on the show tomorrow and see if uh, he still feels the same way. Well, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> There's you no know, reason for him to change his mind at this point. That that number 15 guy in red and white is 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 special. Mm-hmm. So you know. I will say this for for that game. There's no sh- if, if the if the Ravens come up short somehow this weekend. There's no shame coming up short to Patrick Mahomes. There just isn't. I know the team is is good, um, and I know you know the, the. Do I think the Ravens have a better team than the Chiefs? Yes, I do. Do I think Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football? Yes, I do. And and so does that tip the scale a little bit? It it certainly can. There's just no shame in losing to that guy. He is on a historic type of pace and we are all just witnesses to whatever it is that he's doing so when you see something that special coming along the pike there's just no shame in it i don't think not not that it makes it any better but i don't know how you say his uh left guard's last name is it tooney yeah joe tooney i think so that's something to watch because there's a real shot he misses the game and if he misses that hurts that that's gonna that's gonna cause problems um because if you've seen it, the recipe, and look, this is, again, this is not groundbreaking news. No. 
But if you remember in that Super Bowl, they lost to Tampa. What did yep. Tampa? What was Tampa able to do? Get penetration. Yeah, penetration they, they, at the they, line. They blew up Kansas City's offensive but line. But their line was hurt. The, right. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They were mixed and matched. Left tackle or they something. Were, they were, well, they were a hot mess all yeah, year. That's true. Right. But then they. I felt like they suffered an injury somewhere close to the game. I don't know. But I so don't remember. But yeah. if his left guard doesn't play, Tooney doesn't play. I think that's something to watch. It's significant. It's it's pretty significant, mm-hmm. especially when you think about this. Ravens defense. I don't know how I feel about this. This is another reason to get Gary on. There's a lot of people comparing it to the 2000. Stop. I'm like, no, I don't, not. I'm just not, no. I'm not buying nope. that. Nope. Nope. Not nope. 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 I've nope. seen nope. that all nope. week and nope. I'm like, no. No, they're not. No. They're not that special. No. We we saw the 2000 defense up hand, uh, up close and personal. Yes, we. <sighs> I mean, we. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this defense is good. They are not 2000. They're not Ravens. that good. They're not that good. No. No, the 2000 not. Ravens, you know, the the 2002 Bucks. Some people say the 2000 Ravens. Then you got to go 85 Bears, and then the Steel Curtain. You know, th- those are like the standards. You know, for greatness, greatest of all time defense. You know, units. And this group is not them. He's they're they don't have the players to be those kind of guys. I don't know if you can be those kind of defenses anymore. Well, again, different style of football. Yeah, you could set the tone. Yeah, it's really hard to set the tone. In today's game. Yeah. Right. By delivering the hits that they did and the stuff that they were able to do and what they could do to a quarterback back then. Oh, yeah. You couldn't do, you can't do that now. No. Well, I mean, you can, but there'll be, be harsh penalties. 15 yard penalty. And people get ejected or whatever. So. Fines. Yeah. Um, so keep an, a close eye on that. Because uh, right now, I don't think he's practiced this week. So we'll see. Yeah. That's going to do it for the first hour of the program. We'll come back. We'll talk to our man, Bill Keen. What is the significance of Jim Harbaugh going back to the NFL? What does that mean for Michigan moving forward? Those are some of the things we'll talk about that with him, and we'll do that next as you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, ABC News. I'm Brian Clark. Former President Donald Trump testified in New York. ABC's Aaron Katursky was in the courtroom where he spent three minutes on the stand in his defamation trial. His attorney asked, do you stand by your testimony in your deposition when he denied sexually assaulting and defaming Eugene Carroll? 100% yes, Trump responded on the witness stand. And did you deny the allegation to defend yourself? Yes, I did. That's exactly right, Trump said. Senior White House advisor in the Trump administration sentenced to four months in prison today. Peter Navarro had been convicted of contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with the January 6th committee. He's already appealed. The mother of a Michigan school shooter on trial for involuntary manslaughter, Jennifer Crumley's attorney, says she will testify in her own defense. And the economy was stronger than expected in the fourth quarter of last year, up by 3.3 percent. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. 
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000 and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WN. SR Nashville Sports Radio. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the program here on this Thursday afternoon. Darren and Justin live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon Keene is alongside as well in his hoodie. Bill Keene will join us here shortly. Really, really sad this week seeing something that um, we've all we've all had in our lives. Um, I would say basically the our entire lives um, for most of us because it's been around that long. But it looks like the apparent death of Sports Illustrated, Justin, yeah. made me really, really, really sad. Sports Illustrated has been around since 1954. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like, I know they had uh, another big round. It just seems like, yet again, another um, big entity that has just not figured out how to make it work, their content work on the digital side. They, they move too slowly. Towards it. Yeah. Um, Which has been the case for yeah. a lot of people, right? Yeah. And it's gobbled them up too. Yeah. Uh, and it's a shame because Sports Illustrated is an absolute institution uh, for people of a certain generation. Uh, but the problem is they weren't able to make it translate uh, to the next generation um, of, of, of sports fans. Um and for me, what I will always remember about Sports Illustrated, uh, of course, in addition, you know, in addition to some of the issues that they covered, is the fantastic photography 
uh, I remember looking for... The swimsuit for, edition? Yeah. No, that's yeah. not what I mean. No? That's not what I mean. Oh, Even I though that's, that's got mean. its own place in American society, of course. <laughs> but what I'm speaking of uh, are the fantastic covers of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Whether they were in-game type of action shots or even the staged ones, um, you know, done on a set somewhere. They were all absolutely wonderfully shot and really kind of put you, it was a snapshot of the moment in time in sports. And I remember they used to get everything. I mean, they had the details of the shoes, like down. Well, what? Everything. And I know a lot of people will will understand this, but, you know, know, there's probably a lot of people listening maybe that don't. Yeah. Like, we couldn't wait to see who was. It was a big to do. Oh, who man. was going to be on the cover? On the cover of Sports Illustrated of every every week. Yeah, who was going to be on the cover? And, and by the way, not just Sports Illustrated, the magazine industry in general. Time Magazine. Who's going to make the cover of Time? You didn't even have to be a sports fan. He's just walking around I'm like, oh, he's he was on the cover of Time. He was on the cover of Newsweek. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He was on the cover of whatever it is. The, the magazine culture was a huge part of society. Because of the covers and because of the issues, and you were the you were the person of the moment if you were on the cover of one of these things, whatever they whatever it was, you were you were you know the guy or what you know, hip hop and music, you know the, the Vibe magazine was huge, you know Rolling Stone was huge, GQ was huge. I mean, all these things were institutions. They really were. Don't but, forget Jed magazine, Jed and Ebony. Look. The swimsuit edition launched careers. Oh, without question. For women. Without question. Launched careers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Their, their career blew up after that. Yes, Being, no, absolutely. Right? It, without I, question. I, I remember going to the store to read those magazines just to stand in the store and read them because I didn't have the money to buy them. And I would go into Walgreens just to read so the So you were that guy that would just stand there at the magazine yeah, stand? Yeah, like just, I'm buying something. Right, and just read them all and then just put them back on there and leave? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I did the same thing at Tower. I was at Tower Records on West End. <laughs> okay. Oh, he said Tower Records. Tower Records wow. on West End. That mm. used to be you know, going there in, in, in magazine peruse without question back in the day. Well, this man gets the day started here on WNSR starting at 6 a.m. with his college football talk. He is Bill Keen, and he now joins us. Bill, sad day. Um, Sports Illustrated looks like it is. It's been dying a very, very slow death, but it looks like... Um, it may come to an end in 2024, something that's been around since 1954, something that we all grew up with, you know, in our lives, and uh, it may be coming to an end, sadly. What's really cool is to go back and somebody randomly on Twitter or wherever, a 1975 cover. Oh, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. It's just so much fun to go back and look. I, I've got a lot of – there's a guy in Virginia Beach that about 10 years ago had a bunch of Street and Smith and Athlons and Lindy's going way back. One of the North I wanted them. He sent me the box. It's still unopened in a closet somewhere that I, I got. I wish – I wish I kept all the Sports Illustrated that I used to have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Now today, you know, can you think about, you know, down the road what they would be worth? I mean, I had, I'm sure, some issues that you know with Michael Jordan or whatever. Yeah, that would just be really, really valuable today. That I used to keep for a long, long time, and I've obviously lost track of them. Or who knows? Maybe they're up in the attic in a box that I just haven't looked at 
you know, for years. Right, right here in Nashville, and Bill, you'll remember this as well. Remember when the Titans made the cover of Sports Illustrated? The Remember the Titans uh, oh, cover. Yeah. Uh, that was yep. a big deal in Huge. this city. In this city? Huge. That was massive here. That Nashville's football team was on the cover of Sports Illustrated with Eddie George talking about Remember the Titans. Just huge moment. It really was. No doubt, guys. Going to miss it. Another huge moment is Jim Harbaugh has exited stage left in Ann Arbor and is now going to SoCal. He's going to be the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. I feel like it's the worst-kept secret out there, but it's now official. Your thoughts? I think this has been trending probably since his suspensions, probably dating back that far. Guys, he interviewed a couple of years ago on signing day for the Vikings job, wanting that job, yep. and didn't get it. That's right. So all the, all the signs, the signals, the body language indicated that he wanted to get back to the NFL. And the timing is perfect. He just won a national championship. You can't leave any better than that. There may be some NCAA ramifications that he won't have to deal with. And um, he gets to go back to a schedule that's way better than the one he's got without the headaches that he's got. There was another worst-kept secret was the contract that had been sitting on his desk at Michigan, I guess supposedly to make him the richest or the highest-paid coach in college football. To my knowledge, I don't remember ever seeing the terms or knowing what that figure was. Was that out there? And did I miss it? Do we know what they offered? What was it? Twelve million a year. Ooh, how many? I mean, how many years was it fully guaranteed? As one of those Jimbo deals? Well, his lawyers came back about a month, six weeks ago, and added language to it that said, if the NCAA comes around. It does not harm Jim at all. Mm. Nothing happens to Jim. He can't be fired. You can't fire him for calls. You can't dock his pay. And they had not signed off or added that language to it until, and this is according to the Detroit News, on the eve of maybe maybe Wednesday, Tuesday night, on the eve of he's gone, Apparently, that language appeared in there as a last-ditch effort. I'm not sure that I think it was a reasonable – they had to know he was gone, and maybe they did that just to show the Michigan fans, hey, we really did want him back. But apparently, that language at the last second, guys, appeared in the contract. So $12 million, You know, the Spanos family has been known, dare I say, even though they're billionaires, to be – cheap when I guess in relative terms compared to you know what it takes life in the NFL so clearly they're giving him more than that I have not seen the terms for his new Chargers deal I think it's a five-year deal but my guess is they're paying him well over 12 million right so would you be shocked if he's making 15 20 million a year as the Chargers head coach not at all no not at all it's got to be somewhere up in there and I think he's probably earned it. He's got leverage. He's going to bring Jesse Mentor, his fantastic young defensive coordinator, with him. And uh, Sharon Moore is going to take over. Most ninety nine point nine percent sure that's going to happen. And we'll see. We'll see how it goes. 
you've seen this so many times, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but we've seen this so many times, right? Like the shoe-in guy, the popular coach on a staff that everybody loves. And look, I get it. He's uh, his, He's got the best winning percentage of any Michigan coach ever. He's 4-0. So I get all that. But that doesn't mean he's going to be able to fill those giant shoes that are going to be left behind. How, how do you think that's going to work moving forward? He's replacing the best coach in the history of that school. Bo Schimbeckler wasn't better than Jim Harbaugh. He's got a bigger name historically. His name is on Schimbeckler Hall, but the best coach in the history of Michigan football just stepped away for the NFL, and they've got a massive guy's roster overhaul just by virtue of the veterans on that team. I think I counted 17, 18 starters gone, and they recruit well. Michigan gets dudes, but that's a big turnover. And their roster isn't, for example, like Alabama's with the lengthier depth in recruiting. It's going to be a little choppy early for uh, Sharon Moore, I think. Who's got it better than Jim, you think? Maybe John. <laughs> John didn't have to put up with this all this crap, and he's got a Super Bowl. Maybe that's it. Oh, I was going to say, I, I wanted you to say nobody. because you know, He wasn't going to say oh, okay. that. Okay, okay. He wasn't going to say that. I was just setting you up for, see if we could do he's that. Not, he's not going to do So, it was just going to lead me into my, my next question. So, how's he been able to do this, Bill? He's he's a weird, quirky, really, really strange individual. Uh, I got to, I, I don't, I wouldn't say, I didn't get to know him. I'd interviewed his father many times when he was at Western Kentucky and even beyond uh, post-coaching career at Western Kentucky and Jack Harbaugh. Uh, I've actually interviewed John. I've never interviewed Jim. Just from afar, he just comes off really, really weird and quirky. But wh- why does it work for him? Why has he been so successful at both the pro and college levels as a head coach? Brilliant football mind. Brilliant evaluator of where the pieces sit. Brilliant day-to-day. Tough guy. Coach culturally. He just has all of the above, but he is a brilliant talent evaluator. And uh, what's his record in the NFL? I think it's 44 and 17 Super Bowl appearance. I mean, his record is ridiculous all the way around. He took a Stanford program that had one win and turned them into a physical beast. I mean, the guy, the guy, the quirkiness we see on TV is there, but he is a brilliant football mind. Yeah, and by the way, he did that Super Bowl run with Alex Smith and and uh, Colin Kaepernick. So correct, it's not yeah. like he had Steve Young or you know Joe Montana, right? Just which, which is pretty cool. So I, I suspect, and I don't know, maybe maybe more can keep a lot of them there, but I suspect there's going to be a mass exodus, like at Alabama, because a lot of those kids went there specifically for Jim Harbaugh, and now that he's no longer there, and uh, it's easy to jump in a portal and land somewhere else, I suspect they're going to be on their way out. Do you do you agree with that or no? Well, that's possible now that they're in the 30-day window, but they don't have what's left like Alabama had. They don't have a Caleb Downs that you can go get. Players players of that caliber. Now they have they have dudes. They're going to they're getting poached, I'm sure yesterday. Weeks weeks prior waiting on all this to happen, but they're not as attractive as what Alabama had. And I will say this, Sharon Moore is part of that program. The players absolutely love him. If anybody can keep that calm 
and keep it from becoming a a stampede, he can do it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he hangs on to a large chunk of, of what he considers the future nucleus. Bill, if you're Ryan Day in Columbus, Ohio this morning, are you popping champagne bottles? Are you saying, finally, and this conference is mine? And get this guy out. You know, are you driving Jim Harbaugh to the airport? Are you paying for his flight if he wants it? Well, you are. And you just added the best safety in college football freshman, Caleb Downs. And you just added probably the best running back in college football, Quinshawn Judkins. And Will Howard's coming over to be your quarterback from Kansas State. And they have the number one wide receiver in all of high school ball signed and in. It's all fantastic, but but here's the flip side of that. There are zero excuses. If there were any, and I'm sure Buckham fans will say there's no excuses prior, now you've got to do it. You've got to beat Michigan, which they should. They'd be a big favorite over Michigan right now. Mm-hmm. And you better be competing for a national championship. And that team you're probably going to have to deal with is Georgia. That will be interesting. I think Georgia would be a slight favorite over Ohio State, even with all those additions right now. But there are no more excuses, and I can promise you, I've never believed any had to beat Michigan or lose his job to date. He loses next year. He does not return. Mm. 100%. Mm. Game is in Columbus next year, is it not? Uh, Correct. Yes. All right. Three out of the four college football uh, teams that went to the playoff We'll have new head coaches next year. How does that happen? Is that just a weird coincidence? Is there something? Is there a deeper meaning here? My my guru of football, that is college crazy, football. Right? I mean, is is this just? Should we just take this at face value, or is there something deeper going on? And I understand how how it all happened, but that's just strange. Well, there was a domino effect with Alabama and and Washington there because this era of name, image, likeness, freebie transfers. I call it the the vigilante age we're in. (laughs) It it, it broke. It broke Nick Saban. We've talked about that. It literally broke. And you're going to have a domino effect there. And Caleb DeBoer, look, he he feels like he can do a good job replacing the best ever. And um, the Washington job's very attractive. Jed Fish is now there. He did a really good job in two years turning Arizona around. But, yeah, I think, I think your words were random or just one of those. Years. I think that's probably the best description. I don't think it, it means anything at all in particular. It's, it certainly feels, feels very strange. All right, you yeah. were talking about it earlier, uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, being a brilliant football mind. He's looking to join a very unique club uh, when you're talking about guys like Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, uh, guys who've won uh, the national championship and the Super Bowl, uh, which he's trying to get on get on that list. Would you call those other gentlemen I just mentioned, Carroll, Johnson, and Switzer, are they brilliant football minds the same way Jim Harbaugh is? Or are they just, are we talking about a different era, therefore they're not really comparable? I think most of that list, now I love Barry Switzer, Barry Switzer inherited a gold mine. He did. You'd have to really. I admit that, sir. I admit that. I, I I don't know if I'd put Barry as a football mind in the category, but I'll tell you what. You could argue Barry Switzer is the best recruiter in the history of college football, other than Nick. But mm. but Barry Switzer was a 
crazy good. And and you're talking about paying people under the table. Nobody could get by with stuff better than Barry. And I've had Barry, Barry on my show, not recently in the past, and he hated the NFL. Even when they were winning, he said it's just so impersonal. He just didn't like it. He's more of a go-get-the-players guy, recruit-the-players guy, right? Mm. Get to know the family. He's a he, he's a used car salesman, but in a good way, mm. right? I wouldn't put him in that same group. Yeah, Pete and, Pete and Barry were way ahead. Uh, they had visions of NIL long, long before NIL was, <laughs> oh. was real in college football. No question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, I know where I was going. The significance of Josh Heupel landing George McIntyre. So you're going to get to go from Nico to McIntyre. And look, I know he's he's look, he's still got a senior year of high school and you know, it's a 2025, but he is certainly setting himself up, you know, to be at Tennessee for a long time as the head coach. If he keeps landing recruits like this. Yeah, and he's fantastic with quarterbacks as we know and they got a kid that's four-star that they brought in who's just been there a few weeks, Jake Merklinger from Savannah. And I'm sure Jake's known that they were recruiting other big-name players, probably knows McIntyre too. But he's going to be put in a unique situation next January when McIntyre checks in. Because McIntyre, I don't know if he's as, as good top side as Nico, which I think Nico is a first-round, first-pick type talent. But McIntyre's built almost the same. He's 6'6". He's very long and lean. He's probably only 190 pounds, maybe. But he's going to grow into that, and he's very athletic. He's a very accomplished basketball player at Brentwood Academy as well. That's going to be a very high-level handoff for Heifel. There's no question at quarterback. I can now ask this question because of what's just happened in Tuscaloosa. Georgia's going to be number one SEC media days. By the way, this year they're – they're in Dallas, right? They're not even. They're not here. Correct. They're yes. not in. Bur- they're in yes, Dallas. They're in Dallas. So that's a gift. That's a gift to Texas. But yeah, go ahead. Right, right. So the media is going to make their predictions. Georgia's going to be the clear cut number one. Who's going to be number two? Texas. Okay, so you think it's going to be Texas? Clear cut. Fairly, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. then who's three? Ole Miss. Over Tennessee. Mm. Yeah, they've got more coming back. Okay. And the, and the transfer portal, they just took another – I don't know how I many – they just took an offensive tackle <laughs> from Washington. I, I can't even <laughs> – Lane's I been mean, busy. <laughs> well, he's lost players too. He's been adding players. He's been really busy. He's been on the road, right. been taking pictures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. He's And he's got social media that he has to deal yeah. with too. Yeah. 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 Bill. Ole Miss, shocking. This could be, like I told you guys, this is the best Ole Miss team on paper now. We'll play the games, find out, in my lifetime. I'm, I've not seen a better team on paper that they have. Yeah, and well, we'll see if it can actually play out yeah. on Saturdays. Bill, appreciate it as Thank always. You, have a great rest of your day. We'll be appreciate listening tomorrow you, morning. Thank you. Bill Keene will wrap up his week uh, tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m., 6 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, here on Nashville Sports Radio. We're wide open the rest of the hour. Good stuff from him. As always, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with the McFarland Show right here on WNSR.
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Appreciate Bill Keen for joining us. 
It is going to be interesting. No Nick Saban at Alabama. No Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. No Pac-12 conference. That's weird. Gone. It's weird. And Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC. It's all weird. <laughs> Just weird. And what's Paul Feinbaum going to talk about? What, the the SEC. Just, what he's talking like, about. What, it just keeps growing. About, it gets more well, and more. The, you know, he loves Nick Saban. I don't know. He Have you just heard of Paul Feinbaum when no. Nick Saban came around? No, I'm just saying. But So you know he had a long career before Nick Saban was hired, Yeah, right? well, as a matter of fact, he was a UT grad. Y- yes, he, he, yes was. he was, yeah. even though he's you denounced that, his though, degree and all that. Yeah. But, you know, so I think he'll be all right without Nick Saban because, you know, he was doing this before Nick Saban. There was college football. There was college football before Nick Saban got to Alabama. I know that all we've known is, I understand, but there was college football before cell phone. Well, I was to say though, but before Nick Saban got to Alabama, you say he loved Nick. You understand they had some major sparring, a lot of friction on the radio, a lot of friction. But his career in the last, well, the last Nick Saban was good for his business. I would say in the last several years that I've listened to Paul Feinbaum. His love for Nick Saban is, is every day. Nick Saban was good for his bottom line yeah. and a lot of other people's bottom line as well. Yeah. But, you know, there was the sport. The sport carried on before Nick oh, got I'm sure there. I'm he'll survive, but I'm just yeah, saying. He'll be he'll be there's be. no more popular figure, sport, like radio figure in Alabama than Paul Feinbaum. And those callers going to call down right? from Alabama. Like that's going to be calling. Right. I would agree. Is, is oh, a Paul, I mean, he remember. A, he's an institution. First of all, he spent many, 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 many years on JOX in Birmingham. Yeah, you better believe it. All right, let's go to Bill. Bill, what's up? Hello, fellas. And just to uh, let you know, yes, I am actually calling you from a landline. Are you really? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, the logic was that my my late mother thought that only her, a lot of her friends did not necessarily have cell phones, and they she wanted to have a landline in the house. So she could contact friends and family and so forth and so forth. So, and it takes a real big pain in the butt at this point to change everything out. So for right now, we have a landline, but I'm just glad we have a answering machine to pick up all the uh, spam calls. Yeah, no doubt. Well, my friends that have it, I said, why do you still have it? Because they have to pay for it. And they said, because uh, one of the... Uh, I'm not going to mention my friend's name. Her mother has requested that they keep a landline in case all the cell towers go down. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Darren, what I really wanted wanted to to talk to you about and tell you about is I have a a publication here in front of me called Military Trader in Vehicles. And there's an article in here about a fellow that's a... uh, Someone that you probably will recognize right off the bat, Larry Doby. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, article says, 1947 became the second black player to break uh, baseball's color barrier mm-hmm. and led the Cleveland Indians to a world championship. Mm-hmm. He has been honored with a congressional gold medal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doby, who died in 2003, was possibly awarded the medal by congressional leaders during a ceremony at the U.S. Capitol building on what would have been his 100th birthday. 
Uh, he served in the U.S. Navy during World War II. And last bit of it is after returning, after retiring as a player, he coached in the majors, becoming baseball's second black manager when he mm-hmm. was hired by, but for the job by the Chicago White Sox. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who, my pardon my ignorance, who was the first one? Frank Robinson. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. With uh, the Orioles? Was it, was it Baltimore? Was it the Orioles? I'm drawing a blank. I, I, I can't I, that's remember. my guess. Frank Robinson's so deep in baseball, it's hard for me to place it. I want to um, say the Orioles, but we'll look it up. We'll look it up here. Okay. And one other thing I wanted to mention is, of course, we've been talking about uh, Brian Callahan and so forth. My two things I'd like to know is who is he going to bring in as far as the coaching staff is concerned, and how is Rand Carthen going to handle draft day when that draft when those cameras are right there in the draft room, war room, with him making those choices. Um, that's something I'm very curious about come, uh, I guess it's coming April. But you guys be careful and have a great one. Thank Bye-bye. you, Bill. Appreciate it. That, that's interesting. By the way, uh, you know, kind of going with the Cleveland reference that Bill brought up, Sports Illustrated, you know, we were talking about that at the beginning of the hour. Mm-hmm. 1954 was when they first started uh, uh, producing Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. The Indians got swept by the Giants. And wow. That was the Willie Mays catch. Mm. Uh, Frank Robinson but, took but over. It, but he said 1948, that was the last time they've won a World Series. Mm. Frank Robinson took over the uh, Cleveland Indians uh, in 1975 as a player manager. Okay. Wow, that's shame on me for not knowing that. Yeah, he was 39 years old at really? the time. Was yeah. A player? yeah, remember when they did player manager? I do. <laughs> That phased out, but he yeah. went on to coach the uh, Indians, the Giants, the Orioles, uh, and then the Expo slash Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Pete Rose is a player manager, wasn't he? I believe I believe you're right. Yeah. There were several player yeah, managers. Yeah. Good it stuff. was a common thing at one point. Yeah. Bill, thanks for bringing that stuff up. 615-844-5600. We've got loaded lines. Let's see. Let's go to Mike. Mike, what's going on? Good afternoon. Well, you can call me Bill if you want to keep the string of Bill going. But uh, I did. Uh, yeah, Pete Rose. Pete Rose was the last, probably the last player manager. And uh, any time, and I know it's argued quite a bit, it comes up about him in the Hall of Fame. It it just well formed the line about it, and they had proof. But the fact that he was a player manager, he had more a little more control. You know, cause people can say, well, he 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 said he'd never bet on them. To lose okay but he might not have bet on them one day and he didn't play pitch his best pitcher or play his best starting lineup so that's what taints his what he did compared to so all the steroid guys i think what and what I, really i, I want to get your take on this mike and because i think we we had this conversation with you the other day when the hall of fame uh, names came out. I think one thing that is interesting and justin weigh in on this because okay. we've talked about this how do how do you guys feel about the fact that let's just say for example football? Sure. Um, who was the greatest linebacker that you can think of? Dick Buckus, Ray Lewis, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Okay, one of those three. How was Lawrence Taylor? You think off the field? Was he a model citizen? Uh, no, church, he had uh, quite the reputation. Very of, active uh, in the church. Not not being any of those things. Yeah, he, he had a lot of problems. Right, a lot of issues. A lot of issues. But he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, he was. The, the point of this is. Football doesn't give a damn about what you were off the field or any of that stuff. Character, personality, they, they don't care about that stuff. Baseball does. Is that the right thing? Is that a right the right approach? 
Like they, like if you, if they, if you were a jerk or you got stuff, cause I, I just saw this article and I'll tell you this, Mike. Um, I just saw, I don't remember where I just saw this yesterday and it really, it actually, I wanted to respond to it. But it was a really well-written article about Albert Bell saying, you know, cause this is the time of year when everybody's like, why isn't, you know, I told you I have a bunch of friends this time every year. Why is it Andrew Jones? He keeps getting snubbed. This was a whole article on Albert Bell. Why isn't Albert Bell in the Hall of Fame? He, you know, this guy was a tremendous way. Look, I covered Albert Bell. I was around Albert Bell on a daily basis. I worked in the in the Jumbotron room in the first year of mm-hmm. Jacobs Field in 1994. And believe me, you know where all the bodies are buried in the Jumbotron room. <laughs> I bet you Albert do. Bell was a very, very difficult person to deal with. But he was an amazing baseball player. And I would say to those people who are saying, why isn't Albert Bell in there? It's because of his personality. Nobody liked him. That's why. Is that the right is that the right approach for your Hall of Fame to put that stuff that you know, I don't know. I'm asking you guys. Mike, you know, you're the um, guest, Mike. Well well I agree with that. I, I, the other day when they talked about sportsmanship, integrity, carriage, I don't remember saying that over the years. Yeah, there you go. I heard I did. I did hear him mention. Somebody mentioned Omar Vizcal, how he wouldn't be a candidate, but I think he's had some legal issues. Domestic assault is probably going to keep him out. So, you know, and there, like I say, I think uh, then uh, Ty Cobb killed somebody supposedly. You know, they, they don't bring that up. And then, uh, well, back to football. Is OJ Simpson? Is he still in the Hall of Fame? He yep, is. He is. Even all that came out, but uh, anyway, I, late last thing, somebody mentioned Joe Sewell. Alabama. Yes. Yep. He did play there. The stadium is named after him. It is. He played there in 1919. Yeah. Alabama Alabama was not in the SEC until 1932. So technically, he did not play uh-huh. in the SEC. Uh, wow. Look at you. Wow. Look at you. There we Man. Go. Huh. Thanks, thanks to the old internet. Wow! Back so, in back, y'all talking about back in the day. I remember back in the day, you couldn't find out a, a baseball score on the West Coast till the next day. Yeah, that's true. So you Thomas know, is the only one then. That's it. Up until up until Todd Helton just. Until, oh, I mean, but yeah. Thomas and Helton. So yeah. right. So okay. Wow. That's crazy yeah. though. But okay. And I looked up some of the numbers. Some of the numbers from Phil Phil, Gar- Phil Garner batted two sixty. Yeah, one hundred nine home runs. Yeah, and Ben McDonough. I mean, Will Clark had a decent career, but not like I said. That's what. Wasn't long great. enough, though. It, he wasn't great long enough, though. Man, Will Clark was awesome in college, though. Oh, man. Yeah, but he didn't play at Hall of Fame. Pace no, no, I know. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, Will Clark in college? Oh, man, mm-hmm. he was good. He was good. Well, he was also not the nicest person, either. I no, he was not. Yeah, he had some, <laughs> he had, <laughs> had some issues. Nope. There were some issues. Nope. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, man. Thank you. I, I remember in, uh, it was probably 04, 05. Maybe, I'll tell you what, it may have been 03, somewhere in that range. I traveled. The Predators uh, asked if I wanted to go on a trip. I'm like, sure. Traveled the team up to Detroit. It was opening day for the Tigers. Yeah. And Comerica had not been open that long. And so a bunch of us, um, myself, Kevin Ingram, Pete Weber, Willie Donick, there was a big group of us, the baseball fans as well. We went to the opening day. It was the Tigers and the Twins. Well, it was, a, as you can imagine, beginning of April, Detroit. It's cold. Yeah, Justin. How'd you know that? He must do I've weather. Lived in something. Michigan. Yeah, it was cold. It was really, <laughs> really, really cold. So, you know, 
being uh, a little bit uh, savvy when it comes to the weather and how I don't like to be freezing cold and I don't like to be burning up either, DJ Damon. Find a uh, yeah, I like the balance. I just like to be comfortable. I got Kevin and I credentials. So we sat in the press box. Yeah. Pete and the rest of them, they sat out in the stands. And I was sitting next to Jack Morris. Okay. And I couldn't figure out why nobody wasn't, no one yeah. in Detroit yeah. in the Tigers press box was talking to Jack Morris. Yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. is up with that? Absolutely. So finally I ran into somebody that, uh, uh, that was there in the press box. I went to get a, you know, a, some food or a drink or whatever. Sure. And I was like, Hey, let me ask you something. You, you know, you're, you're a Detroit media. Yeah. I'm sitting next to Jack Morris. Yeah. It's the fifth inning of this game and no one will even look at him. They won't say a word to him. What's that all about? Yeah. And he started laughing because like, cause he's an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Oh, Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, nobody can stand him. Wow. And I'm like, Oh, well, that makes sense then. <laughs> great, great pitcher. Though. By the way, Jack Morris should be—he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, in great my pitcher. opinion. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher, and he's not going to get in. No, he's not going to get in. And no, he, he is. Hall in. Of- Actually, I'm looking at it. he's in. Is he really? He's in. When? Uh, don't know. I'd try to find out here. Okay, well, I stand corrected. Yeah, he's in. My bad. I didn't think he was in. He's, you know, he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. He is. Well, I'm glad he's in. All right, Kenny, JJ, we'll get more calls. On the other side, 615 2018. Wow, okay. More of the McFarland Show next. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy. And I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Okay, I don't know why that thing keeps getting in rotation, but we're is. not John, we're not Greg, but okay. we're here, and yes, we're still on. It's two days this week. DJ Damon, what's going on, man? He okay. don't know. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Darren and Justin here with you. Yes, that's the name of the show, the yes. McFarland Show. Yes. We're live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studio, and let's keep it rolling. Let's go to the phones. Kenny the Mailman. Kenny, what's up? Hello, how are y'all doing? Great, how are you on this rainy, crappy day? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I am wetter than an otter. I am absolutely (laughs) miserable. I have to take a shower to dry off tonight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally, that's the behind the scenes thing. You know, you wear a raincoat, but when you're walking around through a forest, you just get wet. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing you can do about it. At least it isn't freezing cold, so you've got to trade take something out of it we'll i was gonna it. say this has not been a great little stretch for you right and and the people you work with this has not been fun well this is what we do though yeah you know, I know. A, lot, a lot of i tell a lot of people you know everything's not fun but you do it yeah, yeah that's true. Kenny, thanks for delivering i always love hearing you because i know i'm gonna laugh when i get through well i appreciate that it's like a lot of teachers say let's have fun with math it's like Wait a minute now. <laughs> Everything with math and fun, but you got to learn it. You got to do it. So, yeah. hey, y'all want to take a trip down memory lane with little Kenny? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. 16-year-old Kenny the Kroger sack boy. Wow. With his very first paycheck, subscribed to Sports Illustrated, got an Atlanta Falcons phone I still have. And my all-time favorite publication, The Sporting News. Ah, yes. That was the rival um, to Sports Illustrated for yes, a little it was. while. Yes, well, for a long oh, time. I liked Sports Illustrated, but Sporting News was the bomb because I could read it for hours. That had stats and carried all the t- back when you barely got it in the newspaper each day. It had box scores from each week, but it's just a sign. In forty years, you know, I guess it's sort of gradually, and you don't realize it. Our whole society has changed. Renting movies, magazines. Going to the mall, yeah. you know, you just scratch your head and go, man, I miss a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I, honestly, I just saw a, a, a news piece the other day that I guess Macy's is shutting down a ton of stores. And I think what shocked me in that, I was like, there's still that many Macy's stores open? Certain places, yeah. They shut them down here years ago. There's right, one there's open like, still. But-, but but there was like still like, I don't 800 in the country or more, yeah, a thousand yeah. or whatever. They're really big in certain areas. And I was like, yeah. really? I didn't even know there were that many still around. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff, and it's right at our fingertips, and we're enjoying it. But, man, yeah. we're losing a lot of pretty cool stuff that we've had for years on the wayside, too. Listen, y'all have a great day, and I'm going to try to get dry. All right, Bye-bye. Kenny. Thank you. Have, enjoy that shower. 
to get drunk. Sporting News was another good one. I did. I loved well, Sporting News. Sporting News was more about the articles and about stats and stuff. It was less about the pictures. Not to say they had yeah. bad pictures. No, I, but I know what you're saying. It, it, it was less about that. It was more substance, less flash than Sports Illustrated was. And then when ESPN came out with ESPN the magazine, that was the big one, right? Yeah. Wasn't it big? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah. And they tried to match Sports Illustrated with the pictures and Try to take it to the another yeah, notch. I don't think it, it didn't. Not, not quite. The, not no. not to that degree. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's keep it going. Let's go to JJ. JJ, what's up? JJ. Uh, much fair, fellas. It is an honor to follow the great Kenny the Mailman. Yes, sir. Uh, I have listened to uh, plenty of times. Uh, on the Baseball Hall of Fame, the baseball writers are still, for some reason, feel guilty. And y'all know it for not uh, exposing the steroid era. You know, they kind of looked the other way. So that's why when it comes up to the Hall of Fame, they had this uh, guilt to uh, we're going to hold the players to a higher standard. Now, yes, I agree with you. Albert Bell should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. I put Gary Sheffield better than the guys that got into this group with, uh, but he's not in the Hall of Fame for, you know, the writers didn't like him or the steroid era and, and all this other stuff. Now we kind of feel that like bonds and Clemens, I feel they should be in the hall of fame. We know they're not going to get in the hall of fame. That's why they lower the rule from what? 15 years down to 10. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, it is what it is. I, that's, that's how I see it. They hold up to the higher standard. Fortunately, the football writers ain't gotten the group yet. But we'll see because things are changing and they feel like they have to have this super moral clause. I mean, listen, I'm a biggest Yankee fan you'll find. But, you know, Babe Ruth wasn't no saying off the field. No, okay? no, no that's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting, JJ. I, I'm, thank you. A lot of like, them weren't. Look, I root for good people. I want to surround myself with good people. But also, we, you know, we all have grown up watching and attending sports and talking about it our whole lives. And the reality is, and Justin and I have been fortunate enough to be around them, like around them personally, mm-hmm. or for you know most of our adult lives. And guess what? I say it all the time. We were like, man, I wish I, I wish I could meet. And I'm like, yeah, be careful mm-hmm. what you wish yeah. for. There's, there's a lot of times <laughs> when I'm like, I really wish I didn't meet them. Yeah. Because I would just rather know that they were a great player and not know what I know, you know, yeah. of them as the human being because it's not flattering, right? Yeah. I, I just think that to me, if we're going to judge them, shouldn't we be judging them on what they did on the field and or the, the playing surface? And Darren, it works the other way. And I know you know this is true. There's some guys who we meet who I wish were better players because, because they were they're, such great they're people. They're Hall of Fame human beings. Yeah. I wish they were better players. Right. Yeah. So I, I just, I, while I wish. People, everybody was, you know, had the, you know, morals and did things the right way and were really nice people. That's just not reality. But if you were really good at what you did and you just happened to be a jerk or an a-hole, should that really keep you out of the Hall of Fame? I mean, that's that's what we're ultimately, we're judging you on. Not if you attended church or, you know, did nice things for people, even though I wish everybody was like that. That would be great. Yes. Now the classic Hall of Famer I'm gonna go with is uh, uh would be Stan the Man. Okay, who played for the Cardinals. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a great person on and off the field. 
Okay, and yes, that. But you know, we all know Ty Cobb in today's political climate would not even make wouldn't even get a vote. No, okay? <laughs> no, no. But, but but there's nothing denied, and I never. I, I, Four thousand plus hits is still four thousand plus hits. Yes, sir. Okay, and that's and that's how I look at. It. Yes, the, I, with the change in attitude on gambling, I think we should put Pete in. I hope that they put Pete in before he passes away. I'm thinking though it'll happen after Pete dies. I'm, I'm with most you. likely. I'm with you. Yep. That'd be sad, but uh, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen because there's been a complete change on gambling now, and it's ridiculous to keep him out. With way the uh, the world is today. Yep. Well, I'm with you on that. Gotta go for sure. Thank you, JJ. Thank Appreciate you, JJ. It. We're gonna come back and wrap up the show with huge news mm-hmm. down in Atlanta. I mean, both of us are looking at each other, going, "Are we looking at this right?" Yep. What that says what? what it says. Okay, we're gonna tell you what we're talking about to put a bow on Thursday's McFarland show. We'll do that next. And now, JB Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by JB Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629 246 7693. 629 246 7693. That's JB Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. 
at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf. There's something that binds us all, the collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the Ping G430 Max 10K Driver. Straighter flies farther with Ping's most forgiving driver ever made, the Max 10K. Come in today and test drive Ping's newest driver at Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Visit us at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldwideGolf.com. Get there. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. We started early today. We played the Brian Callahan presser live at 1 o'clock, and then that ended about 1.45, yep. and then we took to the airwaves. So we got a little bit of bonus time here on the McFarland Show today. And we told you that Dave Canales mm-hmm. has been hired in Carolina as the Panthers' new head coach. He was the OC down in Tampa with the Bucks, We told you Jim Harbaugh. We spoke to Bill Keene to start the second hour of the program. Jim Harbaugh is no longer at Michigan. He is now the L.A. Chargers head coach. And that there were still three openings in the NFL. Washington, Seattle, and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Cross Atlanta off the list. The Falcons have themselves a new head coach. His name is Raheem Morris. Wow. Just like we told you earlier in the show, Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris. Now, real quick, everybody. Raheem Morris has been the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams for the last several years. He does have a relationship with the Falcons. He was the Falcons interim head coach at one point um, with that organization uh, back in 2020. He was 4-7 and seven with the Falcons there uh, for a little while for his as an interim head coach. Before that, thank you, sir. Before that, he was the uh, head coach with Tampa uh, where he was 17-31 and 31 in three seasons. Only one winning season, but he was really young. He was hired at age 33. To be the head coach of the Buccaneers. He's 33. He's 48 now. What happened with Bill Belichick? So they interviewed Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick and hired Raheem Morris. Yeah. Crazy. And Jim Harbaugh, don't forget. And Jim Harbaugh. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Stay dry. Bill Keen will get things started at 6 a.m., followed by Greg and John. We'll see you at 2 o'clock tomorrow.
CBS Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show. Here's your host, Zach Gelb. The big, big news. Yes, it is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. No, that isn't the big news. The big news is Raheem Morris is the new head football coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Last time he was a head coach, it was in the NFC South with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was from 2009 to 2011. And uh, he was in Atlanta from 2015 all the way up until 2020. And in that 2020 season, he did serve as the interim head coach, along with being the defensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. The last few years, he was in L.A. with the Los Angeles Rams as their defensive coordinator. And now he's going back to the ATL to be the next head coach.